chance of home, honey. Let's see if you can blow, baby. Go ahead. I'm very grateful. This morning we had almost 5,000 listens around the world. So, well, that actually from, from yesterday, a 24 hour period. The last 24 hour period we had almost, almost, we fell short. Okay. It was like 400, uh, it was like 4,940 something. We fell close. We fell close. We came close. Or we fell short. <laughs> you always fall short. How come you don't fall long? You know, why is that not the expression, right? Oh, uh, bro, you know, I was in a game, man. We almost won, but uh, we didn't fall long, eh? So, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they get all, brother, those are called idioms. Idioms. They get all kind of idioms. You know, one in the hand is worth two in a bush. Bruh, tell you. All kind of stuff like that, yeah, inventions. Hey, we got to say mahalos. We got to start with the attitude of gratitude, always, on the show. We got to say mahalos. So first of all, we'd like to say mahalo to everybody in the United States. We have 27 states now, okay? And we, we've had 27 for a while. <laughs> in other words, we're not making progress yet. Always yet, okay, yet. Okay, so anyway, but um, but we'd like to thank the 27 states that are on board, okay? Because I'm meeting guys, I'm meeting people, you know, and I, and I go, hey, you like you like the kind? Share them with your friends and family back home like that. And they go, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We like the kind of stuff. Yeah, we think we think pigeon is funny, right? And then then they go, oh, but but we think you funny, and and I'm like, you see, that's that's the whole problem. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna do our acknowledgement first, but I'm gonna tell gonna tell you how it works for and against me, okay? <laughs> it's for and against, but it's like it's like Doctor Jekyll and Bozo the Clown. <laughs> okay, all right, uh, okay, sorry, um, maybe maybe it okay. Uh, we gotta find another clown. Yeah, no more famous clowns nowadays. Okay, okay, Bozo was like way like before, before. All right, uh, so United States, baby, 27 states. The states in order is California, Texas, Hawaii, and then it kind of breaks down. We get Rhode Island, we get West Virginia. It kind of kind of breaks down and kind of goes down the line like that, okay? So we like to say mahalo. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, we try to get more local people, you know, uh, Hawaii people. A lot of Hawaii people, are, they do not know that I'm doing a podcast uh, we've almost, I think we make one year next month. Next month or November? I don't know. We gotta check, but I think next month. And, uh, so almost one year now, and we have, we've gotten 27 states and 19 countries. Uh, you know, we're not like Joe Rogan or anything like that, okay? <laughs> we know more than Ken goals. We know more than Ken goals, okay, bro. Oh, Joe Rogan, bro, he's major. Okay, so now, uh, we'd like to say how's it to our countries. Ireland, the Netherlands, Ghana, Canada, United Kingdom, Bangladesh, Australia, Brazil, Slovakia. Israel, Poland, Philippines, Germany, South Africa, Russia, Japan, France, Italy, Belgium, Romania, 
Vietnam, Peru, and Austria. Okay, 71% of our uh, clientele are listeners, okay? Because they eventually going to become clientele. Right now, they're just listeners. And uh, it's for uh, 71% Apple Podcasts. Thank you very much. Spotify, 11%. Whoa, Spotify went up. Spotify was 9%. More people are listening on Spotify right now. Thank you very much. And then uh, Anchor is 6%. Google Podcasts, still only 2%. And everybody else is 8%. Now, our demos is very interesting. They kind of go up and down. Okay, because the 0 to 17 category, we get 2%. So, a few young kids listen to us. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you, uh, teenagers. We appreciate you guys. That's why we try to keep the show clean. Okay, it's, it's for the kids. All right, now, uh, 18 to 20-year-olds have nothing to do with us, okay? But then when you get to the 23 to 27-year-olds, 5%, okay? You know, there's always that 27, 28-year-old girl who wants to try the uncles. You know what I mean? Because they're gunning. They talk, the clock is ticking, right? The clock is ticking, and they're gunning for the uncles. They, oh, well, gee, um, so what are you doing this weekend? I'm like, shut up. What do you mean what I'm doing this weekend? You're 28 years old. <laughs> but when we hook that guy, we throw him back. We throw him right off the boat. He was like, get out of here. Anyway, but we're very grateful. Uh, 23 to 27-year-olds. And this is mostly in the male category, by the way. So we're not, uh, nobody's trying to get engaged over here. All right, 28 to, to 34-year-olds have nothing to do with us. The 28 to 30. So once the clock is ticking at 27, right? When they turn 28, they go, nah, nah, you know what? Not this guy, not this show. Okay, so... Then we get the, the 23 to 27-year-olds, 5%. Okay, so that bugger went down. And I'll tell you why the demos are shrinking in the lower categories in a minute. The 28 to 34-year-olds, they have nothing to do with us. The 35 to 44-year-olds, 17%. Okay, the 45 to 59-year-olds, 9%. Okay, and this is the reason why the, the smaller demos are shrinking. It's not because... The, the numbers are going down. It's just in proportion to the different age categories, right? So we still have uh, the majority of our listeners is actually from uh, 35 plus. So the 35 plus category is still strong. There's a lot of numbers. However, okay, the 60 plus crowd, right? The uncles. Yeah, the uncles and, you know, not too many aunties, but uncles, mostly uncles are listening to us. The 60 plus crowd, we like to say mahalo to you guys. And uh, and so so eighty five percent and this keeps going, eighty five percent male now. Okay, so more more gentlemen are listening to us. Gentlemen, we we respect you in the highest, in the highest. Okay, females fourteen percent. We respect you, ladies, and we we admire the fact that you're hanging in. <laughs> you hanging. Your demos are getting smaller, but but yeah, thank you very much, ladies. Um, you know, this show is not about women's issues. This show is not... I mean, it's not really about men's issues. It's just about issues. Because <laughs> I got issues. Remember that song? I got it. Because I got issues. All right. Okay. Plenty of issues. And I got one fan mail um, from this lady, this sweet lady in Portland, Oregon. Okay. So, Ellen, if you're listening, uh, we got your card. This is so sweet. See, Ellen, is, it, Ellen belongs to that 60-plus crowd, I think. I think I'm pretty sure, and um, and they still send cards, so you know keep those cards and let us come. It's so far I only get one. <laughs> I only get one, but uh, Ellen, you are so sweet. This is such a sweet lady, and she just sent me a music quote, and you know like 
hearts and stuff and thinking of you it's just thinking of you on the on the kind uh so so yes hawaiians i am still getting fan mail it's <laughs> a so, one i getting one i get one okay because back in the bro back in the day i used to get choked i used to get cards you know christmas cards like hey <laughs> yeah mostly mostly dms and texts and stuff but yeah i still get texts so thank you very much <laughs> Bro, you know, I, I still get DMs from these 30-somethings, right? Because these, these girls, they, they like, they like 32. This, one of them's 32. One of them's 35. And um, one, you see, because I gave up on, you know, I gave up on the younger girls. And I tell you, because, you know, I, I got, you, you know, these uncles, right? They sit around, oh, bro, check this one out, check this one out. I was in this guy's office, right? This guy, I'm not going to tell you who this guy is. Right? And you wouldn't know who he is, but you would know what he owns, and he she flashes me a picture of this chick, right? And this chick is about twenty eight, right? Around that age, right? And and she's gunning, right? And this guy has no idea of of women. This guy has no idea. He thinks that he's just. I mean, he's enjoying this because he has money. He can, you know, he can give her experiences that she would normally not have. And this is this, you know, this is the way it is. But but I tell you one thing, this chick will not be around in six months. <laughs> I guarantee you. Okay, so it's called trolling. It's called fishing. Okay, they will catch what they need to catch, and their boat will move on to more, you know, better waters, right? Or deeper, what, whatever, whatever. But anyway, so so you know these these uncles, they crack me up. They're showing me stuff like that. I'm like, you know. I'm like, I'm like, the kind of stuff that they're involved in and the kind of stuff I get involved in is two different worlds, you know? So I'm asking uncle, you know? So he, he showed, well, he showed me the picture. I, I, I was a gentleman. I did not say anything, right? But it cracks me up. And I got, and you should see these guys. You should see these guys in the housing and the kind of chicks they get. Bro, and this guy's in an executive office and he's showing me this picture. It was, it was too funny. It was too funny. Anyway, I'm not here to brag about, you know, conquest. That's not what I do. That's not what I do. You know, the, the thing you got to realize, men, gentlemen, okay, stop judging women. Don't judge women. When, when, when a woman, you know, when a woman makes a play for you and you get the green light, okay, just just go for it. Just okay. Don't talk about it at the bar. Mm-mm. Just go for it. The kind of stuff I talk about happened a long time ago, right? And there's, there's, so, so this guy told me, this guy told me the other day, he said, hey, remember seeing you down in Waikiki? You know, the chick, the chick you was with, you know, what, you know, and I'm like, yeah, 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 okay. So, so these, these girls, right, um, they just want to have fun. There's two groups of women that really just want to have fun. That's the really young girls. So I would say in my case, really young would be the 28 year olds and eh, 30 year olds. Yeah, they, they, they already, lukewarm you know by the time you get to 35 yeah but okay he's your big fat butt but when they get to 40 okay now you're talking a whole different category when they get to 40 it's like rebirth it's like it's like they get reborn at 40 okay and then you can have oh bro you can have off the chain fun at 40 that that's unreal 40 year old chicks oh man so a friend of mine well, he wasn't really my friend, but, you know, I used to work with the guy. And this was back in the 90s. And back in the 90s, he was telling me about 40-year-old chicks, right? And he used to go to the big island. And this girl, I guess she got on divorce, right? So this is what happens, right? They, they get a divorce around 38 to 40. 
Then they get the house, they get half of the estate, they get half, they get half, they get half of everything, right? Sometimes, you know, like this one chick I knew in Potlock, she had a hard time supporting the house that she got half of, right? Because, you know, she, she didn't have money. She, you know, she, she needed to find a sponsor. And um, she was interviewing several of us, and none of us wanted that responsibility. So we was like, nah, nah, it's all right. Nah, we come, we come see you on the weekend, baby, but uh, we, we, we got to go. You know what I mean? So anyway, but but these girls, right, around 40, right, they get the house, they get the, you know, and they get the Beamer left over from the marriage, and they, they get all these things they're trying to support. And, of course, they're looking for more support to support the stuff that they got, right? And some of them are very successful, I got to say, girls, ladies, some, some of you people, uh, some of you girls are very successful in doing that, okay? And, and you know, and sometimes the women makes more than the guys, okay? And guys, you need to be good with that. You need to be good with the fact that she makes more money than you, okay? And don't be, you know, don't succumb to these old school, you know, things, right? Because that's what gives you that, that, that complex about women, and you judge them in two categories, you know, the Madonna horror complex thing, and you, you, you know, so they either on one side or the other side. No, no, you guys kind of look at women like that. Oh, man, because this guy who was bragging about this chick that he showed me the picture, he has no idea what happens on the freeway in my car. So, you know, I'm just on the real, on the real Hawaiians, you know, on the real, okay? So this is, I don't even want to tell, I cannot even tell this guy. You know, I can't even tell this guy that he's, he looks ridiculous to me right now based on my life experience. <laughs> so I just, I just like, okay, yeah, yeah, whatever. So, so anyway, but that's not the topic of today's podcast. I'm just saying, right? Because I see these guys and then, you know, people, people ask me, wow, we heard the podcast. Well, we like learn more about this kind of stuff. I said, yeah, 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 go to the website. Go to the website. Because when you sign up at the website, I get the email. I get your email, we can talk story, you know, and I can, the first email is always free. The first email is always free. That's a lot, and I don't really advertise that, because I don't want, you know, I don't want 2,600 emails that I got to answer for free, right? But, that, but you know, but I'm here to help. Gentlemen, I am here to help. Ladies, I'm here to help. Okay, a lot of women don't understand men, right? And you see, a lot of the women, when they come to, when they come to me as a life coach, See, they're not really coming to me to learn about men. They're coming to see if their other half is cheating. <laughs> like, what What are the signs of my, my husband cheating? Uh, you know, and then when I tell them, they go, oh, yeah, that's happening. Oh, is this happening? Yeah. Oh, is he buying new babies? Oh, yeah, he's buying new. Oh, just, yeah. And he, you know what? He just went to the gym. He just started going back. Okay, never mind. Okay, this is not, <laughs> this is not that podcast, but I'm just telling you. Okay, that's what women want to know. They want to know, okay, what, you know. What, and, and they're not interested in, in the scientific, biological facts. They're not interested in that. You know, they, they're interested in, okay, should I start planning my exit now? <laughs> you know? And a lot, of these, a lot of these girls, right, they will... Okay, so this is what the guys need to know. Gentlemen, you need to know this. Women pay you back in the head. I've said it before. I'll say it again. They pay you back in their head. Okay, there was this one girl I knew that was dragging her husband through the mud in her head. <laughs> not in, not in his, you never know. And you know what? He will go to the grave not knowing. And she will go to the grave not talking. And that's the way it works. Okay, and you got to know, gentlemen, that when you're screwing up 
And when you're screwing up, I don't mean like you're doing something deliberately wrong to her. Okay? But when you're negating your duties as a man, you, you're out there working hard, and you think you're providing, and you're bringing home money, you're bringing home material things, you're feeding the kids, everything's good, you're bringing home everything. But when you get home, you choose ESPN and one green bottle over her. Okay? You know, you know what I'm saying, right? You got because you got to sit down and you got to listen to the stuff. And sometimes the green bottle helps because you need a little numbing. You know what I mean? <laughs> you need a little, you know. And you got to master the art of yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, for real. Oh, oh, okay. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Okay, man. Right. You guys do that. Right. You guys do that. So you guys are thinking, you know, and 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 in your mind, you're like. Oh, bro, you know, I, I got to go down serious, go look at that planer that I saw. Bro, that was, on, that was on good planer. In your head, you're thinking that, right? And you're looking at her and you're going, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, honey, for real. Go. Oh, yeah, 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 mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, no, you're right, you're right. And you're thinking about that, you're thinking about that circular saw you saw on sale, right? Online, the Makita drill you're thinking about, right? And you're going, oh, yeah, honey, oh, yeah, yeah. see, see? All right, but that's not what I'm talking about. That's not even what I'm talking about. When you go home, you're tired. You go home, you've been working construction, you've been down the office busting your brains all day, right? What do you want to do? You want to go home, you want the remote in your hand, the green bottle ESPN. You want to sit in that favorite chair of yours, the one that looks like the throne in your man cave, right? That big, puffy, lazy boy. And you want to put your feet up and watch that game, right? Okay. And meanwhile, she's like, oh, here we go again, right? And then you get all boss and then you go to bed, okay? All right. She's going to get her playtime somewhere else, gentlemen. I don't care who you are. I don't care who you And you think, you think this girl is, is going to, okay? You think this girl is going to just put her life on hold? No. She's not. And the reason why I can tell you this is because we, we see it from the other side. Okay? You know the guys in the entertainment business? Okay. So the girls do this thing called girls' night out. Right? And they go, you know, they go out and and they have fun. You know, the Chippendales. You know, the husbands go, ah, oh, well, yeah, let's, let's let them go ahead. Let them go do it. And they don't know. They have no idea what's going on at these all-girl parties. They have no idea. See, but we know because we know the DJs, right? And the DJs tell us, hey, come down, MC, MC this thing. And we go down, right? So we see from the inside. We see stuff the husbands and boyfriends never see. You guys never, you guys never see. This was, bro, this was 30 years of that stuff. You know, you guys don't see girls night out and everybody does the wet t-shirt contest. You guys never saw that. You know why? Cause, cause you guys are at home, or you guys drinking with the boys in the yard or in the garage, and then the girls going, "Oh, we're going out. We'll be back in a few hours." And everybody's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go, baby. Have fun, have fun." And you give them money. Say, yeah, baby. Yeah, take this, take this three hundred dollars. Go, go treat the girls. You see what I mean? Okay. If she ain't getting it at home, she's gonna get it. Okay, <laughs> she's gonna get it. We know because they come knocking on our doors, right? And I don't mean doors. I don't mean like they come to a house and knock on a the door. They 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 come and they, you know, they give us green lights. They flash all these green lights. And everything has to happen before they get home. Before they get home. Okay. And they got to get home by 11, 30, 12, maybe 1 o'clock. Okay. 
and and they all they all hit the target zone you know the target zone where they reach their mission accomplished thing you know that point okay they all hit that zone about 11 30 because then they get a couple hours okay and it involves <laughs> bro, I, I can't even tell you guys bro okay and i know a lot of you older uncles you guys listening to the show you guys yep we've been there yep that was my second divorce yep we've been yep so so you know because after a while you get complacent when you get complacent right your responsibility is going out the window and when that happens okay now this is another thing you guys need to know bro. she got girlfriends she got girlfriends and she got single girlfriends okay she got girlfriends that got their divorce already and they got the house already okay and she has the keys and she'll give her girlfriend the key and go just just take him to the house and they'll go to the house Right? I'm not, but I'm not here to make you guys paranoid, but this happens all the time. I knew this girl in Liliha, right? And she had she had this apartment, and she would go out night out with the girls, right? And that apartment turned into a circus around 11.30, okay? Because those three girls that, that went out together, each brought three different men back, okay? And let's just say that, that those, those, those bedrooms are filled, those, those bedrooms, so, you know, so I had one guy and a girl in down, one guy and a girl in down, one girl and a guy in down. And, but, and these guys were just on a mission. And the mission was called Make Her Happy. And and at the end of everything, right? Okay? And people was taking showers in the guy. Oh, yeah, here's some towels. Here, you can get nice and clean up before you go home. Here. Everybody went home like nothing happened. Every, well, the guys never care, right? The guys, they just boom, boom, they're out of there. They're gone. Okay, the girls... Oh, the girls jump in the shower, put makeup, everything. By the time they get home, they look exactly like the way they left. And then the husbands and the boyfriends, they, they have no clue. They have no clue. Okay. So I'm just saying, you know, and my message to you guys is not about, it's not about hiring one private detective. It's not about anything else other than doing the things you need to do to keep her happy. And it's a job. It's a job. Okay, you got to keep her satisfied with, uh, you know, paying the bills. Okay, that's one thing. You cannot throw money at a girl and expect her to hang around for very long. Okay, there are some girls that are into that. Okay, but the girls that are into that, they have guys on the side. I know guys that pay for apartments. They pay for apartments. They pay for everything for these girls. Just And they're, they're very wealthy dudes. And just so they can go down and visit. See what I'm saying? Visit. Yeah. And, and they get wives at home. And they go down to visit, okay? And they pay all the bills. They pay everything, right? Guess who's down there when they're not? Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, when they're not... Because these guys are older, right? These guys are older, right? They ain't got no time for, for hanging out and doing all kind of fun stuff. and what. These girls these girls have other boyfriends, right? And they schedule everything. They say, well, I'm going to be down there. You think these older guys care? They do not care. They do not care. They're in it for them. They'll pay the thing. It's nothing for them. It's a tax write-off on their company. There's nothing for them. And they'll go down and see them whenever they want. And the girls, well, they're, they, they've got the hammers on the side, right? They go, hey, come over, you know. And then, oh, yeah, you know what? You can, I, I had this girl, and she used to tell me, well, I see this guy, you know, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, I, and I'm like, okay, so this was when I was in my, my 30s. And I said, well, how old is this guy? And she goes, oh, he's in his 60s. And I'm like, ah, he's no threat to me. And I didn't care because I was the hammer. 
Okay, I, I was well back. You know, I'm just saying. I'm not bragging. I'm just saying. I was that guy. I was that that young guy, right? And so every time she had to go see this older guy, I was good with it. I was like, yeah, go, you know, have him knock himself out, whatever, you know. Have pops, have pops enjoy himself, right? And you know, so I didn't care. I did, I did not care. Now, if you're gonna get jealous and you can't handle this kind of stuff, okay, and you can't handle the fact that somebody's been riding your horse. Okay, then, then you have a problem. Then, then you, you really need to, to learn female nature and you really need to learn this stuff. Okay, and I'm addressing the young, the, the older, the older guy, the 60 plus crowd, they understand. They know. I'm talking to you 30 year olds. Okay, you guys gonna be jealous and you guys gonna be like, oh, come on, man. You guys cannot be like that. Okay, you guys just have to enjoy the gifts that women bring. That's it. Enjoy them. Don't judge them. This is not about anti-woman anything. This is not about chauvinist anything. This is about pro-man. This is about men being men. So you guys got to be men, right? So what does a what does a dad do with his little girl? <clears throat> He's there. He's there, right? And if she comes around, hey, daddy, she, she wants daddy's attention, right? Daddy gives her attention. Then what does she do? She's gone. She's going. She's going to go play. She's going to go do whatever, okay? That's what you got to do with chicks, right? That's what you got to do with females. Let them go. You, you, cannot, you cannot do that because no matter what, you cannot, you cannot tie them down. What you going to do? Marry them. <laughs> you can marry them, okay? Oh, well, that, that's a lot of security right there, right? Talk to the 60-plus crowd, gentlemen. Talk to the 60-plus crowd, the guys who've been divorced a couple times, okay? Mm-hmm. The only reason I haven't been married is because, yeah, the red pill guys don't get married because we know what's going to happen. We know what's going to happen. And there's going to become a point, right? Look at the look at your relationship. There's a point where, you know, everything is on autopilot. And if it's on autopilot, Garen's barbarian's going to happen. Guarantee. Guarantee. Not every female is like that. Not everyone, okay? But the majority are hardwired that way. I'm just saying. It's just the way they are. And it's just the way we are. What are we hard, hardwired for? Visuals. That's it. We see something. Oh, gee, bro. I like to tackle that. You see you see what I'm saying? So so we're human beings. Okay? And men are programmed to think of this thing like several times a day. And we will think about it. Right? And we will, you know, and we will look through our contacts and go, okay, well, maybe, you know. If we're single, I'm saying, right? I'm not, I'm not saying married men. Married men do that too. But I'm just saying, you know, the single guys can go. Can, they can play. Okay, if you're married and you're doing it, you're wrong. You're already wrong. You're wrong already. If you're doing them and you're married, okay? So if you know who you are, like, like I know who I am, right? I know who I am. I, I, I wouldn't stand at an altar, you know, maybe when I'm older and I'm mellow. Maybe the last thing I do, you know, like, like when I'm, you know, 75, 79, 80 years old. Okay, then I'll marry somebody and give them everything. All right, go, go. Take the estate, take everything, you know, marry them. That's it. Okay, just just make sure you put me in the ground, baby, whatever. Scatter me down Kapaa Quarry. <laughs> wherever. Take, take me down the airport and scatter me on Lagoon Drive. Whatever, right? And then, and then okay, then, then, yeah, maybe I would do that, right? But I'm telling you guys, you guys got to learn women. Because you guys, you know why? Because you're being used. You're being used by the wedding industry, first of all. Okay? 
you're doing that princess wedding thing, right? And you know what? If you have a lot of money, it's nothing for you. It would, it would, it wouldn't be anything for me to go do a wedding or do a, you know, pay for the ceremony, go do all this kind of stuff, right? Okay, but that's not the point. The point is looking in a girl's eyes, a woman's eyes, right? <clears throat> and and saying I do when in the back of your head you're going um uh, I'm gonna try my best. You see, because I seen guys, I seen guys at these weddings. Now, what I want to talk about on this podcast, what I want to touch upon is obligation. And and this is what this podcast is about obligation. Okay. Now I see a lot of people, right? Getting married out of obligation. Okay. And this is where the guys get held hostage. Okay. Because they tie it in. Okay. So I, I've, I've worked in different ethnic communities. And I can tell you, you know, this one community that I worked in, bro, they, so, the, so you got to do the right thing kind of thing, right? I've done tons of weddings and all that, you know, and I see the guys, I see the body language, you know. I think. Out of all the weddings I did, I saw one. I did them at the Okinawan Center. And this guy was actually so happy to get married. He was so happy, looking forward to raising his family. I pray to God he's still married. I mean, you know. And and I looked at his wife and I go, wow. Like, his wife looks a little kolohe. See, for you guys in Israel, kolohe means a little rascal. She She looked a little rascal, right? And I'm like... A lot of these guys don't see this. They get blinded. Okay? They get blinded with endorphins. They get blinded with, with oxytocin. They get blinded with... They get... they You know, they, they have that button that gets pushed all the time. And, and it releases these chemicals. And, you know, that's what they say. That, they you know, they're in love. They You know, they're just blinded by all this stuff. And pretty soon they're getting married. They're doing all kinds of stuff that they never would have done. i seen guys at weddings hunched over the green bottles. But the obligation part is different. See, the obligation thing comes from the two families. One family on one side, one family on the other side. And this marriage in the middle ties those two families together. And that's obligation. Okay. The other thing that I noticed, right? Because, you know, I go down to the neighborhood to shop. I go down to the neighborhood. You know, I live up on the hill. I go down to the neighborhood. Live up on a hill, go down to the neighborhood. When I'm down in the neighborhood, I see things that you don't see up on the hill. You don't see these things. You don't see women getting pregnant as soon as they can to get that next batch of benefits. You know? And and I'm not saying that this is, you know, I'm not saying that this is a female trait. It's not. Okay? Sometimes it's the guy going, you know, we've got to do something. We gotta do something to survive. You gotta have you gotta have babies. Now, you know, and 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 this is a reality. If you go to the welfare office, right? You go to you ever sit outside a welfare office? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to sit outside the welfare office just for just for look. Cause it was doing research for the radio show. And we used to sit outside the welfare office. You know, and anyway, but but what I'm saying is these girls will get pregnant as soon as they can. And you know who these girls are, because they get that baby pouch in the front. You know, the one that's all wrinkled and you're under the t-shirt and you can see, you, you see what I'm saying? And you know who these girls are. You can tell them, you know. So, but but I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that, that, I mean, in a way it's wrong, but that's all they can do. That's all they can do, Hawaiians. Okay? And if it's, if it's, if it's the only thing you can do, you got to do what you got to do. And then, then, you know, there's food stamps, there's medical, there's wig, there's all this stuff, okay? 
the big tragedy is not them. The big tragedy is not the taxpayers paying for all of this. The, the big, that's not it. It's the kids that are suffering in poverty. It's the kids that are being born into poverty for the wrong reason. Okay? They're just born into poverty, period. There's a lot of these kids, and I feel sorry for them. And these kids, you know, I see these kids in the mall, and these parents, and you can tell because they're young, <clears throat> young parents, and they're swearing at the kids, right? I said this on a podcast before, right? And they've been mistreated, and they grow up with issues, and guess what? You So so it's a, you, you got to see the whole cycle. You got to see the whole thing, okay? All right? So they, they go through all this abuse when they're young, and what do they do? They unleash it on the world. Okay, so they start getting abusive with other people. Pretty soon, before you know it, they're sitting in the back of a blue and white. At HPD is processing them downtown. They go to court and then they're in halava. In the prison system. So we have this cycle. We have this cycle that needs to be broken. Okay, the other thing that happens, right, that, that I'm, I'm noticing about our society, you know, while I'm on the topic, is drug users in prison. Okay, we need rehab for drug users. We need for drug addicts. Okay, drug addicts. We we need we need those people in in rehabilitation centers. We need those people going to treatment. They need to be treated because it's a psychological thing. Okay, addiction. It's a different deal. And these people are being put in prisons with you know the killers and the you know all of that. You know, and those all those people. But I'm saying that they they're in the wrong place. But prisons make big money. I don't know if you guys know that that you know, per conviction, Hawaii, it's the state of Hawaii gets money per conviction, per conviction. I don't know how much it is now. It used to be twenty grand. <clears throat> it used to be twenty grand, twenty grand per guilty verdict back in the day. And the only reason I knew this is because my uncle then was, you know, the the boys was in in and out, in and out, in and out. I don't mean their sons. I mean the guys that work for them. You know, and we used to go down. We used to go down. Sometimes we used to go show support. And we used to sit in the, you know, we used to sit in the back, right? We sit in the back row, watch everything go down. You know, the monk was like, all right, come on, let's go. And then and then we go. You see? And and it was more of a supervisory kind of thing because when the judge saw my uncle sitting there, you know, and the judge kind of looked at my uncle, my uncle never said nothing. My uncle was just there. And and the judge looked over and he saw my uncle and I saw the judge see my uncle, right? I saw I saw him look at my uncle, right? And then probation, <laughs> you see. So, but but I'm just saying that that kind of stuff was in my younger days, and I saw this. I, I was around that stuff in my younger days. When I got older, I'm like, <clears throat> nah, this is not for me. That's not my world. You know what I mean? But but the the basis of what I'm trying to say is that these things in our community need to be fixed. Okay, so that the the men being men needs to happen, so you don't feed the divorce cards, right? You know, a lot of stuff. I'm not I'm not against the the wedding people making money at all. That you know, I was in that that category, right? I think weddings are a beautiful thing if you really know what you're getting into, if you really know what you gotta do and what you're facing, and the work you gotta do as a man. You cannot blame the woman. You cannot blame the female. You need to understand female nature from the, from the male point of view, right? And then you go down to the, okay, now they, you know, now we get these these people and they're making money off making babies because so they can stay on welfare. 
so that so everybody you know can support them that's not the worst thing like i said it's the kids it's the products the kids are the products of these kind of relationships right or that kind of arrangement okay so the arrangement is keep them benefits coming right okay Barry, you know woman and you can look at this this lady was one chick i, I mean had 10 kids 10 kids every, every year one baby for 10 years right yeah she get choke food stamps and stuff but they still not eating good they're still not eating healthy. You see what I'm saying? They they down the store. They buying crab legs and you know all that stuff, right? They doing all that, and you look at them and you go, "Wow, these guys they eat like that," and they get that big shopping cart, you know. All, but they eating like that for like a week or two weeks, and then the next two weeks is a different story. The next two weeks they eating weak cereal, you know, with powdered milk, you know, for the next two weeks, and then when it, they, every benefits start coming again, boom. Steak again, you know, what or whatever. I'm just saying, whatever. But we see this, you know, and we see this stuff over and over. And now, what is the what is the supplemental income? Well, for a lot of these guys, they're going out and they they dealing drugs. They they doing whatever they gotta do. Some of them are gambling. Some of them are running gambling houses. Some of them are de- so you you have all these spinoffs, right? You get all these spinoffs, and it's not it's not a pretty scene, right? And a lot of this stuff could be cleaned up if we actually did the right thing. If we put drug addicts in, in treatment centers instead of prison. You know, if if we actually gave jobs to poor people, you know, maybe on the government payroll. Maybe, you know, just go down, clean the park. You know, public service. Go do public. You like being on welfare? Okay, we pay for you. But go clean the park. Go go do, go do on, you know, make, make these details you know, to go clean up the the highways, go clean up the rubbish, go do something. Make the community better, right? Now, I realize, you know, people like Cruz, I realize, you know, bro, I, I saw it firsthand. I used to date girls in KPT back in old days when, when it was running around with some pretty rugged buggers, right? Some pretty tough dudes. Most of those guys are in prison right now or dead, right? But we used to be down KPT, bro, Life wasn't bad. It wasn't. Everybody was poor. You know, well, we, you know, we did a different thing. We had our own enterprise. But I'm just saying that, you know, these guys, these were poor people. I mean, in the under the poverty line. Put it that way. They were under the poverty line. Right? But we was having fun. We was having fun. This was my 20s. My 20s. We was having fun. Nobody thought about the fact that we was poor. We didn't think that. You know, we just, okay, this is another day. We got to do this. We got to make our money. We got to, you know, and in between, oh, there's these girls and they, they're over here. Okay, let's have, you know, and we party and we're, okay, go down the store, go buy beer, go buy Bacardi's and, and mix them with the Coke and, you know, and, and sit around and, and, and whatever, play Nintendo. <laughs> we, had, we had, you know, this is, this is a long time ago in a different world, see? But as things progress, right? We gotta, we gotta start looking at change. Now, I'm not, I'm not running for office. <laughs> you know? I'm not running for office. I would never do that. You know, too many skeletons, Hawaiians. Too many skeletons. And and even so, that's not my game. I hate politics. I hate politics because of the bullcrap that I had to go through in in the entertainment world, in the radio world, in, the, in all all of that, all of that. Okay, just 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 in Hawaii in general. Not about. It's not about what you know. It's about who you know. And yeah, I know people, but you know what? I'm not going to knock on that door. You see what I'm saying? And you shouldn't either. 
You know, because when you knock on a door, right? When you pursue, you let them pursue you. If they think they can make money out of, on you, then they're going to come to you. Now it's in your ballpark and you tell them what you like. And these guys, they're all scared. They're all scared. Because if they cannot obligate you, if you got your own thing going, okay, Hawaiians, this is a, this is a message for you, for you young Hawaiians, okay? And everybody's an honorary Hawaiian when they listen to this show, okay? This is a message for you 30-year-olds, okay? You younger demos that are listening to us, okay? This is a lesson. You want to have your own thing going so you don't need to be obligated. I know guys that are obligated. They're out there pushing hard to do this. To do that today, there's there's guys there's guys in elections in in politics in 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 seats in the legislature that are obligated. They gotta keep going. They gotta keep going. They gotta keep going. They gotta make decisions based upon the hui. Okay, so hui is a is a name is a Hawaiian name and it means a group group of people. Now it could you know you could call it a clique if you want. If you're outside the clique, good luck. You're not going to get anywhere, okay? And if you're inside the clique, you're obligated, see? So so this is the thing. It's a blessing to do your own thing so that you're never obligated. You don't need them. You know, Mamara always tell me, you don't need them. You don't need them. She, she was talking about the entertainment industry, right? Because she didn't, she, she didn't want me involved anyway. You know, Mamara is always telling me, oh, you don't need, you don't need these guys. You don't need these. And she's scolding, scolding me like that. And I said, Ma, yeah, but I like, I like participate. I like, I like, you know, these guys run everything. They control the shows. They control, I like doing show. I like, you know, and my mother goes, you don't need them. Well, guess what, Hawaiians? We ended up with a wedding and party business. And yes, I did not need them. Okay. Do I still want to be involved? Sure, of course. Bro, that's, that's my heart. That's my soul. That's my heart. Entertainment. I love making people laugh. I love making people enjoy. You know, when I come out, I sing, I make make any kind, make jokes, crack jokes with the, the people in the audience. Yeah, I love that. You know, and, and yes, there are entities that control that, but they've been there forever. They worked hard. That's their sandbox. That's their territory. I get my own territory. I have my own territory. I have my own boys. I have my own stuff going on, right? But I'm just saying that, yeah, you look at the... You know, the grass is always green on the other side, right? You look the other side, you go, oh, I like be like them. And then when you look deeper in their lives, you go, oh, yeah, they, they don't live like me. Oh, yeah, they, they, they're not like, they, they don't, you know, you see? It's not as rosy as it, as it seems, but it looks real good on the outside, see? But when you get in the inside and you look and you go, oh, they, they live like this? I thought they was making money. I thought they was, thought they was banging. I thought they was, you know... Oh, I see. They're obligated to so and so. That's why they're working so hard. Oh, they're obligated for the kind. Otherwise, they're gonna move out of Hawaii, bro. We knew one guy. We knew one guy. You know, he was he was banging everything. He was he was doing good until he left the clique. And as soon as he left the clique, he had to move out of Hawaii. He couldn't afford to stay here because he had to go do his own thing. And the thing was, he never do his own thing from long time ago. He just started doing his thing then. You see, you see what I'm saying? If you if you're constantly working on your purpose, gentlemen, young young men, I will say this now: if you're constantly working on your purpose, you don't need to worry about nothing, okay? Because your purpose will take care of you, okay? Women will be attracted to you. Women will just pop out of the woodwork. You don't have to do anything. I get I got chicks just they walk right in my office. 
I got chicks that they walk right up to me at Starbucks. I got chicks that will give me green lights from across the room in Zippies when I'm sitting down for breakfast or whatever. I'm just saying, women will be there. Don't worry about that. Money will be there. Don't focus on money. Focus on your purpose. Focus on the service to others. Focus on whatever it is that you're doing. You're making widgets. Focus on the widgets. The money will come. The girls will come. The house will come. The car will come. You want to drive a Mercedes or Rolls Royce? You like, you like driving Rolls Royce? Focus on your purpose. And, you know, and everybody's different. Some people don't want to drive a Rolls Royce. They want to drive a, a nice economical, you know, electric car, right? Okay, there you go. Boom. You got what you want. But you have to take the baby steps and you have to believe that God is real because God is real. These guys, these guys chasing money, they're not thinking about God. The money is their God. The almighty dollar is their God. And you know what? That's a very bad God to put your faith in because that God is manipulated in a certain way and owned by certain people that you're chasing nothing. You're chasing paper. You're chasing something, you know, uh, I just want to say, it's, it's not that it's not real. It represents something real, right? But you're chasing something other than, than something that serves people. Because if you're chasing money, you're serving yourself. Okay? And in that instance, right, you, you're operating in lack. This is the law of attraction part. You're operating in lack. When you're operating in lack, guess what happens? You can make huge gains. You can go win the lottery in Vegas. Boom! Win the lottery. Okay, there you go. Bam! You won the lottery, right? Look at these guys that win the lottery. You see how fast the money goes? Boom, 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 gone. Right? In a matter of six or eight months, it turns out to be the worst thing that ever happened to them. Why? Because they wasn't prepared. They wasn't working on their purpose, right? They focused on money. Okay, all of a sudden, boom, money came, right? And the money came in huge amounts, so huge, it just, it just boggled their mind and they didn't know what to do, right? And then what happens? Oh, people come. Everybody come. They feed like sharks, but if the sharks come, but sharks came in my life. Sharks still coming around. Okay, they're not big sharks like before. They're smaller sharks, right? Because because I'm not out there. I'm not out there touching people. I'm not out there in the ballrooms doing shows. I'm not out there mixing it up with people. I'm online and they don't know how to. You know, I still get the DMs. I still get it, but it's different. It's different. When you're on the radio every morning and you're out there shaking hands and you're out there in Starbucks every morning and everything was, you know, like things were before, right? We're on a break right now. So right now, they're not coming around. I guarantee you, right? After this whole thing and everything starts going and people start mixing it up again, the same thing going to happen, okay? Because all you need to do, Hawaiians, is focus on your purpose. Focus on your purpose and you get them. You don't need to worry about nothing. Just focus on your purpose. That's all you need to do. It's very simple. You know, people ask him, oh, uncle, how you did this? How you did that? How you did that? So you know what I did? I went to my office every morning at 5 o'clock, right after, well, actually 7.30, right after the gym, right? My schedule was up at 4, Starbucks, Starbucks by 4.30, gym at 5, right? Office at 7.30. And I busted my brains until like 4, 5 o'clock, 6, 7.30 sometimes in the evening, and that's purpose. Focusing on my purpose. Building in the digital world. Making those connections. Sending those emails. Taking those orders. Processing the stuff. Right? You know, making book sales online. Well, the book sales is automatic. They're just there. And people buy the books. 
So all you got to do is you got to you got to get your discipline together and your mind together and go write that book. What do you know about? Go write the book. Put them up on Amazon. Guarantee you're going to sell. Guarantee. People browsing. They're looking. They're looking through all this stuff and they're going to find your book. When they find your book, if it's, if it's decent enough, appealing enough, the cover is nice enough, boom, right there. There you go. Sale. Cha-ching. Right? Okay. Focus on your purpose, bro. I'm telling you. Hawaiians, there's, there's nothing better than focusing on your purpose. You know, because you're thinking like, oh, wow, gee, I'm getting old now. I got to get married. I got to do this. Got to do that. No, 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 no. Focus on your purpose. Chicks are watching you. Trust me. Women are not stupid. They're watching you. Okay? And and if you're too oblivious to the cues and the choosing signals and, and when they look at you and you, you don't know what they're really saying, okay? Well, just just hit me up at here for you that live and I will tell you. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, Hawaiians, I, I gotta go. But yeah, hit me up at here for you that live and I will explain it in detail. Ah, oh, Hawaiians. Hey, we'd like to say a mahalo to our sponsors, Island Club and Spa Better, and his sister Jerry. We hope that uh, all the fitness clubs open soon, and we wish all of them very well. Uh, we miss, uh, yeah, I miss Island Club and Spa. <laughs> Also want to thank Voice Master Family of Service Companies, also AFMHawaiiMusic.com, featuring the music of Darren Chine. It's all on iTunes. Okay, focus on your purpose, Owens. I'm Junior K. Guelva Junior. Till next time, mahalo and ah!